Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever emergency edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Bosorge, joined by my co-host, Shane P. Hallam. Shane, uh, news broke today, and the number one pick is on the move. The Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers, who were picking ninth, in exchange for the ninth overall pick, the 61st overall pick, which is in the second round, pick acquired from San Francisco in the Christian McCaffrey trade, a 2024 first-round pick, a 2025 second-round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. This is a big one, Shane. Big trade. It's a big trade. I think I think the expectation was that the Bears would trade the pick. I thought you know, maybe they would opt especially to take one of the elite defensive players in the draft. I think the Jalen Carter news probably didn't help. Um, so I, I'm a little surprised they moved down to nine, but I think the, the key and what's come out really in what you read was DJ Moore, the wide receiver for the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, he's, I think, a top 20 receiver in the NFL, being, being kind of uh, generous might be higher. And so to get that, pair that with Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, I mean, you're setting up Justin Fields for success here. And now you're at nine, which to me feels like a perfect position to draft a left tackle. Like, I think that's a great spot to get your top offensive tackle in this draft. So I think it works out. I think it's a good deal for the Bears for sure. And that's, I think it's definitely been the buzz. So... That being said, you think the compensation to move back eight spots is is good? Like, is DJ Moore the, the, the big selling point here? I think it is because, you know, you get, you get 61, you get a late second, you get a future first, which you're going to have to have, right, to move out of one. You're going to need a first next year. Uh, the 2025 second doesn't mean too much to me, but I think DJ Moore is basically the equivalent of – you know, a 2025 first or a 2024 second, uh, something in that range, um, or, you know, 39 overall may have been the other thing. Well, you know, that's the other option. Um, I think the Panthers kept that so they could probably draft DJ Moore's replacement. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the, the, the way here. I think it's pretty good compensation because Moore was involved. Yeah, I was a little surprised when I saw the hall. My is, is it bad that we've seen these number one pick trades now that like I was like, is that it? That that was all. <laughs> I was that was my initial wow, I'm so wow. used to seeing two, three first round picks go on the move with some of these trades we've seen in the last couple of years, but we didn't see that. I was a little surprised that the Panthers second round pick was not uh involved here, but like you said, the uh, DJ Moore might have been the the, the flip the flip to that because you have to think if that's what the Bears would have gotten, then wide receiver was on the board at nine or wide receiver would have been on the board with that second round pick if they had gotten it. Now, maybe they don't have to even draft a wide receiver high at all no, because – and, and, and DJ Moore is relatively cheap. You've got him under control for what two or three more years. Three, three more years. Yeah. Three more years at, seven, at an average of 17 per. So – not cheap by any means, but not terrible. So that's a it's a good team friendly deal, especially since you have to figure on those three years where his contract is there. You're not going to be paying Claypool. You're not going to be paying 
uh, fields really other than his, his rookie deal. So it works out for them in that regard. But the, the flip side of the trade is the Panthers now going up to number one, obviously it's for the quarter. It's for a quarterback. The question becomes which one I think it's going to be, I think it's for CJ Stroud. Who do you think it's they're They're targeting at one now. I don't think they know. I, I don't think they have that decision made. You know, similar to when we saw San Francisco move up and take Trey Lance, that they were between Trey Lance and Mac Jones. We, we know that now legitimately we're between those two quarterbacks for all the way up until the, the, the day of. I think it's similar here for the Panthers. I think they know enough to know that, like, they're going to like one of these quarterbacks. And they probably like multiple quarterbacks right now. I don't know if they've necessarily made the decision like, hey, CJ Stroud's the guy we're going to take him. If I had to bet, and Vegas is is with you here, Brian, you know, if I had to bet, uh, I'd say CJ Stroud's probably going to be the pick. Uh, a lot depends on who gets to ultimately make the final call. You know, I I, I hope they put it in Frank Reich's hands. Um, I think you hired him to develop a quarterback, essentially, as the head coach. And, you know, we've seen him have success with uh, young quarterbacks in the past, um, I think he would take Stroud or Young. I don't think this is an Anthony Richardson type of uh, team or, or setup for the Panthers. I don't think Joe Teppers feels like that kind of guy either to force that. Um, to me, it feels like it's going to be Stroud or Young. I would probably bet on Stroud as well. So we're thinking Stroud here for Carolina. And like you said, Second round with their with their second round pick, which which is it's 30, 30 what, 36, 35? Or 40, yeah. 40, 30, I can't 39. I can't remember which one it is anyway. 30, 39, was, yeah. Yeah. So and that feels like a good spot, like you said, for the next wave of wide receivers, because you know, we figure at least three probably gonna go in round one. If more don't go towards the back end of the first round, then that kind of sets them right in that wheelhouse to get like a Zay Flowers or someone of that nature, you know, who could be on the board with that pick, right? Right, right. I think that's absolutely it. And, you know, J Joe Person for The Athletic tweeted that DJ Moore was like a deal breaker for the Bears. They had to have him. So I imagine the Panthers said, you know, okay, you can't get 39, right? Because Because we're going to want to take someone there – uh, like you said, if Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison fall there, uh, but even I think even the next tier down, uh, uh, Jalen Hyatt uh, from Tennessee, Josh Downs from North Carolina, um, you know, one of those type of receivers that can stretch the field or give you something different where, I don't know, right now, who do the Panthers have? Terrace Marshall, LaVisca Chenault, Shai Smith, your boy from South Carolina. Like, it's the cupboard's pretty bare. It's I bleak. Think. <laughs> it's bleak. So I think you need maybe some speed. I think Jalen Hyatt could be really interesting. Um, you know, you know, but that's that, that has to be a focus. And I, I wouldn't stop the Panthers from exploring veteran opportunities, trading for DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona, you know, bringing in someone to help this young quarterback develop a little bit. That's very interesting. Um Chicago, like I said, they're down to nine. We, you have to think now that with the Bears going to nine, you said offensive tackle, that and that feels right. I mean, are we going to see getting the former Buckeye Fields a Buckeye 
to protect his left side. Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, there, maybe Broderick Jones from Georgia. Uh, those are the two tackles. I'm not ruling out Skaronsky either uh, in that spot. So, and that feels like a good nine feels good there uh, for that pick, but go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I think there's options, but that would be, that would be ideal. I also, I, I don't know that he falls that far now, but if Tyree Wilson from Texas tech, was were to fall to nine, I, I think he could be in play there as well. Well, let's also say Jalen Carter. I mean, I think there's a legitimate chance that Jalen Carter is there at nine as someone that a lot of people had mocked to to the Bears at number one for a while. Now with the, with the off the field concerns and the misdemeanor charges, if he's sitting there at nine, do you pass? Uh, and I think a popular mock draft pick for better or for worse is going to be Bijan Robinson as well. I don't know if they do that, but they certainly need a running back, and that certainly would complete this this offensive skill positions set. Well, I know they were heavily linked to Saquon Barkley before the franchise tag got placed on him, so that would make, I mean, sense as well. I mean, and, and maybe I, come I mean, back. I, I, don't, I don't know if Bears fans would be like, if you pass on a left tackle, you know, if you pass on getting the other bookend on the offensive line for a running back, but. No one, no one seems happy with Bijan. But, but I, it what, could happen. What if they go into free agency and sign, say, I don't know, Taylor will want, yeah, as, as a as a bridge player for one or two years. It all free agency will clear this picture up a lot, and we'll see. I Bijan there, it's not not bad, uh, mm-hmm. not bad at all. But there's more fallout to talk about here, and. The Texans now, they're going to get either Stroud or Young, whichever one that we believe that Carolina doesn't select, right? Yes, though there has been some talk from the Charlotte Observer and the Athletic from Panthers beat writers that the Panthers might end up being open to moving down to two if they like two of these quarterbacks and the Texans only like one of them. There is a possibility, maybe uh, still, of a one and two swap happening and the Texans moving up a pick. Uh, I think it's very, very doubtful. I mean, I think it's maybe a one and two. It just seems silly, right? I mean, why would you uh, to come? I, I don't know. So, you know, if the Panthers are like, look, we like Stroud, we like Young, we like them both. And the Texans say Young's too, too small. We, we want, we need CJ Stroud. You know, maybe you can get something done. The odds of that happening, I think, are very slim. That that, but you know, maybe there's a slight chance. Um, but I, I would guess both teams are going to like the same, you know, two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks or whatever. And the Texans are like, all right, we'll just sit here and take who's left. So let's just stick with the Texans take whoever's left. Arizona is about to get paid right with the third pick. They could just sell that baby now to whoever needs to get ahead of Indianapolis for QB three, right? I think I think it gets interesting. I think that's the next step. Does someone want to jump the Colts, you know, enough to do that? Um, I think the one problem we kind of run into is it's starting to break of who needs a quarterback and wants a quarterback. I guess more so in that that top. Like, I I, I, I want to get your feelings on it because I don't think Seattle, Detroit, Atlanta 
move up for a quarter. Like, I don't think they're going to move up to three for a quarterback. You know, maybe Vegas would. Um, and then it's then you start getting down, like, too late in the first round. So the Cardinals definitely could trade out of that pick. I think they're going to try. Um, but I, I'm not sure if – I'm just not sure if there's enough teams that maybe are going to be willing to pay the price. At this point, if – if they can't get the right deal, the worst case scenario is they draft the best player in the draft. Right. At three, Will Anderson from Alabama. If they do trade down, I'm with you. I think Vegas is the team. And then it becomes, do they, who does McDaniels like better, Richardson or Levis? I, I, I uh, Which quarterback do you think is a Josh McDaniels quarterback more? <laughs> um, I mean, Levis feels like a Josh McDaniels quarterback more. Like he feels like what Josh McDaniels has had in the past and probably wanted to have in the past. Um, but I think Anthony Richardson's just so tempting. And, you know, Anthony Richardson is an Al Davis, Mark Davis quarterback, though. You know, so if, if we're going by, by the old – the old Oakland Raiders rules where you draft the fastest guy. Well, we got the fastest quarterback ever, uh, you know, at that size, uh, you know, you take them. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you move up to three for Will Levis. I just don't think you do that. I think whoever was up to three is taking Anthony Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. You're Chris Ballard and you're in Indianapolis right now. Are you just, Brokenhearted? Are you are you just like crying right now? I mean, I would be because you're there's no chance that you're getting CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's over. That's over. I think Chris Ballard's fine. <laughs> you know, I think they probably are gonna try to move up to one and get those guys. I think Chris Ballard's gonna like Will Levis and Anthony Richardson enough to be like, all right, we're you know, we're, we'll be fine. We're going to get one of the four. You know, you're going to get one of the four or four, and I think he's going to be comf- he's going to be more comfortable with those two than a lot of GMs will be comfortable with those two. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they just brought in Steichen as the yeah. head coach, and he was Philadelphia's offensive coordinator who's been working with Jalen Hurts for three years now. So putting that together, Richardson feels like that. I mean, it feels like Chris Ballard pick, right? The the high rise score yeah. and the, you know getting the ten quarterback. But I don't know if you get him at four. I don't know if you get him at four. Maybe that. Maybe that's our one. Maybe pick that's the team up. that comes up to three. The Colts got to move up the one pick and, and bite everyone else off, and everyone will make fun of them. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's it's wild to think about, and this is. I mean, I I thank the Bears for not dragging this out, right? So we can we can set this up now. We've got now months uh, a month and a half to 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 settle this down. But just what a big trade, man, and and it, this is fun and it was like I said it warranted enough for you to stop cooking dinner to go put up an article about it on the site. <laughs> I know. And for me, like as soon as I saw it, I immediately messaged you in the Discord as like we got to do the pod tonight, Shane. We got to. We got to talk about this. <laughs> So it's 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 fun now, it's, and I. Yeah. But you know what the saddest part about this whole day is? 
What? I will not be cashing in on my Will Anderson. No, there it goes. There it goes. That's that, plus fifteen hundred, and that money's flushed down the toilet. Yeah, but that's, it was worth. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. But yeah. So, so just to recap, uh, the number one pick has been traded. The Chicago Bears trade the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for the ninth overall pick, the sixty-first overall pick, a twenty twenty-four first-round pick a 2025 second round pick and wide receiver DJ Moore. One more thing, Shane, while I'm thinking about it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and cut this off. Uh, if for some reason, Justin Fields, the bears run out of patience. Like he, he struggles again in 2023. They've got the ammunition to go up and get Caleb Williams or Drake may or whoever the top 2024 quarterback ends up being when it's all said and done now. Right. They do. Uh, I think that was maybe part of this is to have that 24 first, have an extra second round pick of 25. So, hey, if we want to move up for a quarterback, we can. Now, you want Caleb Williams, you better hope that the worst team doesn't need a quarterback. Like, it, you know, if Houston had gotten number one, Carolina's not there right now, right? That's not happening. So, uh, it, you know, it's still a risk in that way. And I think seeing some with some of the moves that some teams are making, Makes me think Tennessee, the Rams might be uh, might be crashing for Caleb here for for the next year. Yeah, all of a sudden Les Snead ain't at them picks anymore, is he? <laughs> no, no, not trading those. We're just cutting guys now. Oh. Well, that's going to do it for this emergency edition of the Draft Countdown podcast, breaking down the Chicago Bears trading the number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers. Follow us on Twitter at Deep Fried Draft for me, at Shane P. Howell for Shane, at Draft Countdown uh, for everything, and DraftCountdown.com for everything, mock drafts, big boards updating, and more. Good night, everybody. <laughs>